what takes place in Rosh Hashanah is Yidin are supposed to be getting together. Atem nitzav ma'yoyim kulchem of Hashem alekechem. That if we want to be lefnei Hashem alekechem, it only begins with Atem nitzav ma'yoyim with Yidin gathering together, and it's a it's a murder kazach for Yidin to gather together the night before Rosh Hashanah for bring together to sit together to sing together to make lachaim together. To everybody to wish each other that everybody should be zeichet to be written in the sefer shachayim. It's a it's a murder kazach, and Hashem should be zeichet that through this kibbutz through the Atem nitzav ma'yoyim we should be zeichet the mamash be kulchem lefnei Hashem alekechem. We know that, in general, our avoda is to connect to tzaddikim. Our, gen- our general avoda is to makash ourselves to tzaddikim, makash ourselves to the rabbanu We know that there's different yom and toivim that have different tzaddikim. That 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 yontif is that is that tzaddik's yontif. Obviously, Hanukkah is when Eisoschah's yontif. There's different tzaddikim have different bechinas. That that's that yontif. Everybody knows kula alma moida. That is that tzaddik's yontif. I think when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, kula alma moida, regardless of where a person finds himself in the world, regardless of where, what. What background the person comes from, I think Kula Alma Moida that Rosh Hashanah is Reb Nachman's, Nachman's Yantif. Nachman said, Rosh Hashanah Shali Ayla Lakal. Nachman said that he was given over, not as a Yerush, he was given a Matana from the Rabbanu Shalom to be able to understand, to be able to have a Sagan what Rosh Hashanah is. Nachman says, not only are my Chasidim telling my Rosh Hashanah, but Kula Elam Kula, the whole world is telling Rosh Hashanah Shali. And therefore, it's clear that obviously, regardless of the fact that we don't find ourselves in Uman, we don't find ourselves by the kibbutz in Uman, but obviously, in order to attach ourselves to Rosh Hashanah, part of attaching ourselves to Rosh Hashanah is attaching ourselves to this tzaddik. The tzaddik who said he understood the sight of Rosh Hashanah, the secret of Rosh Hashanah, the tzaddik who said Rosh Hashanah shali ayla alakal. So it's kedai maybe a little bit, to talk a little bit about the Indian of Rosh Hashanah through the lens of Rav Nachman. And something that I've been thinking about Mama since the beginning of Chaydash Ella, I told this over to a few people already, because to me this helped put the whole idea of what Rosh Hashanah is and what a person is supposed to be thinking about and davening for, and what a person is supposed to be focused on during Rosh Hashanah, put everything into perspective. Because when it comes into Rosh Hashanah, there's a lot of very, very mixed feelings that we have. We have things that we grew up with, how Rosh Hashanah is supposed to look like. We have things that we maybe accepted more recently about what Rosh Hashanah is supposed to look like. Maybe originally we thought that it's supposed to be a day of atzvos, it's supposed to be a day of sadness, and now we realize that it's not true, that's not what Chazal tells us. It's supposed to be a day of betachan, a day of simcha, but at the same time there's a pacha, there's a eima, there's a yoyim adin. We're not supposed to be davening for our own inyanim because it's a day of being mamlech derobane shalolam, yet there is an aspect of yes davening for our own inyanim. Right? Some of the tzaddikim said, even the Rebbe Rayat said, and, and even Rebbe Salsalanta, the other tzaddikim said as well, that there is a concept of, of davening for your own tzrachim and Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the day which the whole year is being decided. A person has to figure out that I want to make sure that I get a good year. I want to make sure that everything works out. But is is and therefore there is an aspect of davening for ourselves. It's a very, very confusing day. There's a lot that goes on. A lot that goes on in the davening. A lot that goes on with Tekiah Shefer. And it'd be confusing exactly what the mindset of a person is supposed to be when it comes to Rosh Hashanah. So the following day, again, it's something that I've been thinking about since the beginning of Chaydash El, and, it, and it's something which is, it's Kedai to talk about. Rachman says the following thing in Torah Vav. Torah Vav is the, the ultimate Torah that all the rest of the Chassidim learn during Chaydash Elul because it's a, it's a Torah which speaks about the concept of Tshuva. And Rachman over there writes in the beginning of Torah Vav the following paragraph that to me, obviously he's talking about the concept of Tshuva, but he's not talking about just Tshuva itself. I think he's giving us over 
the, the idea and the mindset that a person is supposed to have as he enters in to Rosh Hashanah, which is the beginning of a Sarah Tshuva, and how a person is supposed to come to the Indian of Davening and Rosh Hashanah. Rachman says the following thing. Rachman says there are two types of covet that there are in the world. There's a covet which he calls Kfoid Melachim, and there's a covet which is called Kfoid Alikim. It's based on the Pasuk and Mishlei. The Pasuk and Mishlei says, Kfoid Melachim, Chakadavar, Kfoid Alikim, Hastardavar. That there's two types of covet. There's a covet which is called the covet of kings, and there's a kvoid alikim. Kvoid malachim, the Pasuk says, is chakar davar. There's a chakir that goes on. Kvoid malachim, when it comes to kvoid malachim, the covet of malachim, over there, it's over there, by, by kvoid malachim, it's hastar davar. Over there, by the Indian of kvoid malachim, it's something which is hidden. Zaktiv Nachman, the following thing in Tervav. Every person needs to be mamayat in his own covet. And to be marbring kvayda makim. We understand that the purpose of creation is not to have any yeshus, not to have any gaiva, not to be, be marbring our own kavid, but fakir to be mamayr on our own kavid, and to be marbring kvayda makim. Ki misha raidif achra kavid. Zakim Nachman, somebody who runs after kavid, ena zeichel kvayda lakim. He's going to get covered, right? We know that the Mishnah in Perk Yavis tells us that a person who's berech achra kavid, kavid runs away from him. Zakim Nachman, it doesn't mean that all kavid runs away from him. Because we all know that a guy who runs after covenant, many times will get covenant. A person who runs after covenant, a person who's about gaiva, a person who demands covenant, many times will get covenant. But the Mishnah Perkei Avos tells us that covenant's going to run away from him. Zaktim Nachman, what does it mean covenant's going to run away from him? That means kvayt alikim. Real covenant. The covenant alikim is going to be berechim. Eina zeicha lekvayt alikim. He'll be zeicha to covenant, but not kvayt alikim. What type of covet will he get? He'll get the covet which is called covet shemalachim. Shenemar by the pasuk of Mishlei says, "Kvoid malachim chakar davar." The kvoid of malachim is chakar davar. What does that mean? Vakol chikrim achra v'shayalim mihuzev ezehu. It's a paraphrase of the pasuk in Megillah. Mihuzev ezehu shacholkem lekavar azeh v'cholkem alav shaimrim shaino roi lekavar azeh. Zakhtiab Nachman, a person who's berech achra covet will get covet. But he's going to get kvoid malachim. What is kvoid malachim? Kvoid malachim is that people are giving him respect, but either in the back of their own minds, or maybe in the back of the shul, there's somebody that's standing there and saying, Who in the world does this person think he is that he demands that everybody stands up when he walks into shul? Who does this person think that he is that he, that he demands that he gets shishi or shlishi every week? Who does this person think that he is that he thinks that he's the manda Omar to be able to say what his day is and everybody has to listen? So he's going to get covid. But the type of covet he gets is kvoid malachim, and kvoid malachim is chakar davar. When it comes to kvoid malachim, there's going to be a chakira of mihu zeva ezehu. And obviously, that pasik is, is a paraphrase, like we said, of the pasik in Megillah, where mihu zeva ezehu is what Hamat, what Achashveirish tells Esther and Malka, mihu zeva ezehu, who's the person that's being roidif achar klal Yisrael to destroy klal Yisrael? Haman was bamish this person. Haman's the person that was beireach achar kavod, and he got kavod. Everybody bowed down to Haman. You can't deny the fact that Haman got covered. What type of cover did Haman get? Kvoid Malachim. And Kvoid Malachim, Chakar Dover. Ultimately, ultimately, somebody poked a hole. Somebody punctured the cover of, of Haman. Somebody said, He doesn't deserve the cover. And in one second, Haman went from everybody bowing down to him to being hung on the gallows. In one second, Haman went from being the most respected person in Shushan to the person that's hanging on the gallows. The one who's being Bayrachman a cover. He's like the real covet. What happens to Mordechai Tzadik? He's running away from covet. Mordechai Tzadik is sitting there, sack for Eifer. Mordechai Tzadik is sitting in the basement, just crying and, and begging the Rabbanu Shalom that he should be mavatal the Gezerah. What happens? They come into the basement and they tell Hama, they tell Mordechai Tzadik, you're going to be ru- ru- dr- driven around the streets of Shushan on the horse of the king, wearing the king's clothing, and they're going to, they're going to, 
you know, say about you that here's the person who's zeicha the proper cover. Here's the person that the king wants to give proper cover to. That's Mordechai Tzadik. See, if Haman Arasha who's bereach achra kavod, what happens to him? Haman Arasha gets kavod, but he gets kavod malachim. Mordechai Tzadik runs runs away from kavod, but he gets real kavod, which is kavod alikim. And memela zaktav nachman shecholkam lekavod zeva cholkam alav. They give him kavod, but they're chaylik alav. Shaimrim sheeina roy lekavod azeh. He's not roy for this kavod. Avol. Somebody who runs away from kavod. He doesn't look at his own kavod. He's being And then he is zeicha the real kavod, which is called Nobody's asking the question: Does he deserve the kavod or not? When a person who's a real gadol adar, a person who has real anava and shiflus, walks into the room and the whole place stops whatever they're doing and stands up, there's nobody muttering under their breath in the back of the shul. Hey, he doesn't deserve it. I know what he's done. I know who he is. Nobody says that because nobody's chaylik on that person because you realize that he's not being berech acha covered. He's being berech mina covered. He's running away from covered. He has no zich bechlal. There's no yeshis bechlal. He's only worried about being marba bechvayda makam and being mamait bechvayda atzmai. And therefore, when people give him covered, it's kvayda likim. And kvayda likim haster davar, like the Pasuk says. He usser lachkar ala covered as it's usser to be chaykar on the person who has kvayda likim. Kvayd malachim is chakar davar. Kvayd malachim, everybody's saying, miu zeva ezehu. The guy doesn't deserve it because he's being berech achra kavod. The person who's being berech mina kavod, it's kvayd alikim haster davar. He gets kvayd alikim and it's haster, it's hidden. It's hidden in a way that nobody has the ability to be able to be chaylik and say, because everybody understands it's not the person himself that's asking for kavod. Ultimately, all he's doing is being marba bechvayda makam and being b'maya bechvayda atzmah. And he goes on to explain that that's what the whole tshuva is. He talks about, you, you, you know, shemea b'zyayna, that a person needs to be shemea b'zyayna, yidna b'yishtak. And he goes on to explain by richas over there in Teravav what tshuva is. But I was thinking, apashtazach, Reb Nachman's giving us over at the beginning of Teravav what Rosh Hashanah is supposed to look like. A person has a choice on Rosh Hashanah. You can either be bereach achara kavod, it could be Bereach Minah Kavod in Rosh Hashanah. If a person is Bereach Achara Kavod, and it doesn't mean that you want to be the guy that everybody stands up for you when you walk into shul, but Bereach Achara Kavod, Rabbi Nachman's telling us, is that I'm being Marba Bechvayt Atzmai, and I'm not being Marba Bechvayt Amakam. That I'm looking out for my own good, and I'm not looking out for the Rabbanu Shalom's good. That I'm looking out on how I can make sure that the rest of the year, I can make sure that the next year, Tav Shem is going to be the best for me. Baruch Nei but it's about me. I'm being Marba Bechvayt Amakam, Marba Bechvayt Atzmai, and not Marba Bechvayt Amakam. Zaktab Nachman, that's being Berech Achara Kavod. And when a person's Berech Achara Kavod, it's Kavod Melachim, and automatically Chakar Dover, automatically they're Chakram Olav, and they're Shail Mihu Zev Ezehu. Who does this person think that he's right for this Kavod? But if a person's Berech Mina Kavod, if a person on Rosh Hashanah focuses not on himself, if a person focuses only on the Rabbana Shalalam, he's being Mamaya Bechvod Atzmei Marbe Bechvod Amakim, he cries out, Maloycha Kolo Elum Kule Bechvodecha, Vechain Tain Pachtacha, Vechain Sadikim Yeruvi Yismachu, he's not worried about himself. He's only worried about the Rabbana Shalalam, he's Maya Bechvod Atzmei. It's not about me, there's no Zich Bechlau, there's no Bakashas Bechlau. On a regular Rosh Hashanah, you don't have Bakashas for sure, on Rosh Hashanah Shabbos, even on a regular Shabbos, you don't have Bakashas. It's not about my Bakashas, it's not about being Marbe Bechvod Atzmei, it's not about me, so then they're not, they're, there's no chaykrim olav, and then kvayda lekim is haster davar. And therefore, if a person comes into Rosh Hashanah, and a person has his own retzainus, a person has his own covet, a person wants his own things that he wants, 
So right away, what happens, Rav Nachman tells us is, Kvoid Malachim, Chakar Dover. Who's being Chaylik on the person? Not the people around you at Shul. The Malachim. The Malachim are saying, you want, this is what you want. You want to be Marbe Bechvayt Atzmai. You're not worried about the Rabbanish of being Marbe Bechvayt Atzmai. Right away, the Malachim say, Who's this person that he thinks that he's worthy of getting everything that he's asking for in Rosh Hashanah? And the Malachim say, You want the Kvayt, you want Kvayt Malachim? You want to run after cover? The Malachim say, Let's take it a magnifying glass. Let's take it a microscope. And let's search who you are. And let's figure out, do you deserve the things that you're asking for for Tavshin Pei Dalit? Do you deserve it or do you not deserve it? And the Malachim look at you, and we all know, I think we, I can say for myself, and I think probably most people can say, that if we look at ourselves honestly, we can say we don't deserve the things that we're asking for. We don't deserve, and we're hoping that maybe the Rebbeinah will overlook all the skeletons in the closet. Maybe the Malachim will forget about everything that happened, but, but we know. We know, every person knows what he's been through and what he's done. And therefore, if we're looking out for Kvayd Malachim, if we're looking out for ourselves to be Marva Bechvayd Atzmai, and not to be Marva Bechvayd Amakim, so right away there's a magnifying glass which is put on us, and that magnifying glass says one thing, is he right for this covet? Is he right to get everything that he's asking for? And therefore, if you look at Rosh Hashanah like that, if Rosh Hashanah is your own bakashas, what you're asking for for the following year, it's a very, very scary day. And there's a tremendous pachan, because I, there's a din. There's a din that's taking place in Rosh Hashanah. And I'm coming into the Rabbanish and I'm telling him I need a good year, but I don't deserve a good year because I know what I've done and I know what I'm going to do and I know that probably I have the mistakes that I made. I'm probably going to repeat some of those over the next year. And therefore, there's a tremendous pachad. And I have an aim over the din because I know that when I'm walking into the din, I know the real truth. You know, you have a criminal that walks, in, walks, into, walks into court. So if he knows that he's innocent, he has no pachad b'chal. Because he knows that if you hire the right lawyers, they'll be able to get him out of, out of any, uh, any judgment that's against him. But if he knows deep in the recesses of his heart that he's not really innocent, and he knows that he's guilty, so there's a tremendous pachad that's taking place. He's nervous because he knows that maybe they're going to bust him. Maybe they're going to be able to find that piece of evidence that's going to throw him in jail for the rest of his life. And therefore, if we come into Rosh Hashanah, and the focus on Rosh Hashanah is on ourselves, so that's kvoid melachim, and therefore it's chakar dover, and therefore there's a pachat. Therefore we're afraid because we don't know if we deserve it. But if we come into Rosh Hashanah in a very, very different way, if our goal on Rosh Hashanah is meloicha kola ilum kula bechvedecha, if our goal on Rosh Hashanah is not about ourselves, it's only about the Rabbani Shalom, so we don't have to be nervous. We don't have to be worried. We're not asking for ourselves. All we're asking for in Rosh Hashanah all we're asking for is that the pachad of the Rabbanishman should be on all of creation. Klal Yisrael, Umas Ha'olam, all of creation, the whole, the whole Klal Yisrael, the whole Umas, all the Umas Ha'olam, all of creation should be in the Shtachim of the Fnei Hashem Alekeichem. And therefore, we're not afraid. Because what are the Malachim going to say? That we don't deserve it? We don't deserve anything. We're not claiming that we deserve anything. The only thing that we're asking for, the only thing that we're davening for Rosh Hashanah is the Rabban is the, is the Malchus of the Rabban to be spread all over the world. It's Kvoid Malachim, and not, it's Kvoid Alekim, and not Kvoid Malachim. And in that place, it's Kvoid Alekim. Rabbi Nachman says, it's Kvoid Alekim Hasar Dover. Ki Asr Lachar Alakavarazeh. The Malachim want to say anything? You can't say anything. Because it's not us. We're davening for the Rabbanish level. I've ever seen those, you know, in the Macy's Days Parade. I've never been to it, but I've seen pictures. You have these massive floats. So you have these huge floats and these huge, huge, you know, I don't know what they call it, like these huge balloons that are there, you know, 50, 60 feet, 100 feet in the sky. They're made out of ear. And all you need is somebody to come take a little pin, a little needle, and they puncture it. And the whole thing just dissipates in a second. So if we blow ourselves up on Rosh Hashanah, if we stand there like in the Macy's Day Parade and say, Rabbi look at me. Look at me. You know what I need for the following year? You know how much I need? I need Parnassah. I need Ruchnis. I need Gashmis. I need Chinuch. I need Shalom Bayas. I need to get married. I need all these things to take place. 
So the Malachim say, wait a second, they take a pin, and Khalil, they can put the pin to us, and we're afraid, we're sittering the whole time before Shoshana, because it's quite, it's quite Malachim, and quite Malachim is Chakar Dover, and they're gonna ask me who's ever Ezu, and if they ask the question, honestly, we don't know if we have the answer to the question. But if we're not the Macy's Day Parade floats, if, we, if we're Mavatal ourselves, say it's not about us. We're not here to ask for anything ourselves, we're just asking for one thing. We're asking that the Rabbanishim should be Mamlech himself in the whole world, that all of creation should be Mamlech to Rabbanishim, then it's a very, very different Indian. I heard from my Rebbe, Rabbi Zucker said over, he said that, that when he's talking about, he's talking to the woman in the shul a few years ago, and he said when the woman, when, you know, when the women are sitting on, on Rosh Hashanah afternoon, and they're trying, you know, they have lachats over the fact that they're supposed to be davening, and they, you know, they try to get the kids busy with games, and trying to get the kids busy with books, and they could go daven Shemana Esrei, he said instead of having the lachats of trying to figure out how you can fit a Shemana Esrei in, which again, it's important to do if she has the time, but instead of having the lachats, let her sit down on the floor with her kids, and let her go through the whole world, all of creation, and, and Pasha to be Mitzayer, to herself and to her kids, what it's going to look like when Mashiach comes. That Ahmadinejad is going to get up on his two feet and he's going to say that Eretz Yisrael is the greatest land. It's Eini Hashem Alekechabah, Mereshe Shoshana Varachra Shoshana. That the Hitler Yamach Shema Vizichram and all the neo Nazis are going to get up and say, Bereshe Shvishvil Yisrael Shanikarashes. That the Goita that comes to clean in your house, she's going to recognize not that she's coming to clean your house and she wants to raise from 18 to $20 an hour or 20 to 25. She's going to say, the biggest covenant in the world is that I'm able to serve a year. I'm able to be involved. Involved in what it means to be working in a Yiddish home because she recognizes that and every one of the relatives that you have that's not from is now going to be able to be makar the Rabbanish Lalam as we be putting on tefillin and be mamlech the Rabbanish and keeping Shabbos and Kashros and we want, want to be involved in that avoid of learning Torah and being involved in mitzvahs. Every Yid, every guy, the whole, all of creation is going to be makar the Gados of the Rabbanish Lalam. If you can be mitzahir to yourself that that's what we're asking for in Rosh Hashanah. So then I don't have to be worried about anything because it's not about me. So the Malachim don't have the ability, Asr Lachkar, like Amnachman says, they can't be Chaykar in anything because it's not about me. It's all about Kvayda Kim, and in that place, Kvayda Kim, it's Hasr Dover. If Shimon Schwab once said over by Good Convention, I heard this in a recording a while, a while ago, maybe I saw it written in a book. Shimon Schwab said over, he said, Imagine a Yid standing in Ukraine 150 years ago, and he's standing on a Matzah Shabbos, and he's standing outside of the shul saying, Kiddush Lavana. And this Yid, Nebuch doesn't have Parnassah. This Yid doesn't have firewood in his house to be able to warm up his house. He doesn't have proper clothing for his kids. He doesn't have proper food for his kids. Nebuch, maybe the Shalom Bayis is not so good. He has a long, long, long laundry list of things that he can ask for if he wants to daven to the Rabbani Shalom. And this Yid standing outside on a freezing cold Masih Shabbos in the winter, and he doesn't have a proper coat to keep him, to keep him warm. And he's standing outside, and what's his bikush? What's the one thing that he's asking for? Sheyamala pegimis alavana. Please be Mamala Pegimus Salavana, that the Ara Lavana should be Ka'arachama, that things should go back to the way they were, Kaidan the Chad of Adam Rishon. says, Can you imagine, can you try to explain that to a guy? That here you have a Yid who Pashan has so many Tzrachim in Gashmias, so many Tzrachim in Ruchnis, and he's only davening for one thing. Sheyamala Pegimus Salavana, it sounds crazy. You're standing there and you're davening Shemala Pegim Salavani. You're worried about the Rabbanisham's Malchus. You're not worried about the fact you don't have food to put on your kids' table. Food to put on the table. You don't have clothing to be able to put in, put in your kids. You don't have the proper shoes that your kids can walk around the winter without getting snow in their feet. That's what a Yid's Ratzin is. The only Ratzin that a Yid has is that he's able to, able to be Megala, Kvayit Shemayim, a little bit more in this world. Menachman has a Muridik Amashli. He gives it in, at the end of Shivchei Aran, which is a Shvachim of Menachman over there. He says a Muridik Amashli. He, he talks about it in a little bit of a different aspect, but he says the following Mashal. He says, he says there was a Mashal of a Sar. He says, he says, 
says it was a melech who had a sar, who had one of his sar, one of his officers, that he had a tremendous, a tremendous, tremendous, you know, ahava to. He loved this officer, and he was makar of him in any way that he could. As his, as his sar grew older, this was one of the one of the children of the sar. As his ben of the sar grew older, he was meyas pun of keneged the melech, and he went against the melech. The melech said, "Even though I love you, you went against your murdered b'malchus. Even though you're the son of my beloved sar, and even though I have a tremendous ahava for you, nevertheless, says the melech, there's nothing I could do. You're murdered b'malchus." It says and therefore your mishpat is that you're going to have to get to Misa. They take this Ben Asar, this ben asar that, the, that the Melech loves and the Melech brought up in his palace and they say they throw him into jail and he's probably going to be killed in a few weeks' time. This Yid sitting in jail, this ben, this ben of the Sar is sitting in jail, and he knows that he's going to die in a few weeks. And he starts to think about the fact of what it's going to look like to die. And he's betired himself. He's sitting in solitary confinement, in jail by himself, all by himself. And he starts to imagine what it's going to look like, the Yisurim of Misa. He starts to think about how painful is it going to be to die. So it's not going to be so painful. How painful is it going to be to die? They're going to put him on the gallows. In one second, they're going to kick, kick, you know, kick the bucket, literally kick the bucket from under him. And he's going to, you know, the, the noose is going to put, you know, strangle him. And in one second, the tsar will be over. He says, it won't be Zaman Harvey. The, the, the tsar will be only until that moment of death. They're not going to try to paint. They're not trying to paint him. not trying to torture him. It's going to be a momentary death, a momentary pain. But then he starts to think about the tsar of the melech. Rasha tsar ha-melech yigdal ma'oyim. He starts to think about the Tsar of the Melech and he says, what's going to happen to the Tsar of the Melech? What's going to happen to the Melech after I die? After I die, the Melech's Tsar is not going to stop. The Melech loves me. The Melech has a relationship with me. I'm the Melech's beloved, beloved son. You know, his adopted son, the one that he brought up in his palace, the one that he has such a shaykhs to. And even though my Tsar is going to be a momentary Tsar and then there's going to be Misa, then all the Tsar is going to end. But the Tsar of the Melech is not going to end. He knows that the Melech loves him. The Melech is going to have such a tsar over the fact that this kid is dead. And his tsar is not going to end until the, until the Melech is nifted many, many years later. So when he starts to compare this kid who's sitting in jail, who's on the death row, who's about to die, when he starts to compare his tsar to the tsar of the Melech, he says, it's my tsar, is a momentary tsar, but the tsar that the melech's going to have, that is, yeah, I've got guam after me after I die, that tsar is tsar godomoid. The chishimachshav is ech lahatzel as a melech mitzarai. And he starts to think of ways that he can be matzel the melech, not himself, how he can be matzel the melech from his tsar. And he goes on to a whole eight set where he says that Busha is Chashav Kamisa, and he tells that somebody could be Mavayish and Barabim, and in that way it will be as if he was as if he died. Someone like Alifaz is eight set that Yaakov Avinu gave Alifaz, take away my money, on Chashav Kamis, and he goes on to explain what happens. And the Melech is excited about this eight The Melech says, somebody will Mavazim, and the way Bimim Mavazim will actually die. But again, Rabbi is talking about this Masha for a different Indian, but this is what Rosh Hashanah is. This is Mamish the Indian of Rosh Hashanah. That we sit there in Rosh Hashanah and we're saying, and we're saying and we're worried about it's not about ourselves it's about ourselves how big is the tsar going to be like Rachman says it's going to be a momentary tsar but the Rabbanishlam's tsar 
if we don't have a good year, the Banisham Sar, if we're not able to be Mamlachim properly, it's Tsara Godam Oyi. The Banisham is going to have Gaguam Achrov. The Banisham, we're the Ben Amelech that the Banisham loves. So when we're focused not on, the, not on ourselves, but we're focused on the Banisham's Tsar, the Tsar of the Shekhinah, that everything's able to happen in the way that it's supposed to happen. That we don't have to be nervous about do we deserve it or not deserve it. Then it's Kvoid Elikim and Kvoid Elikim is Hastar Davar. When the focus on Rosh Hashanah is not on ourselves. And that's the way it is. You look through Davar and it doesn't, there's no place for ourselves. It's all about the Rabbanish Shalom. It's all about Kvoid Elikim. Then in that place, it's Kvoid Elikim Hastar Davar. When we're that child sitting in jail, but we're not worried about our own tsar, we say our tsar we're not worried about. The tsar Shechina, that if another year goes by, Mashiach doesn't come. If another year goes by, that it's not Malaychal Kalalim Kulabech year goes by that the Umas Ha'olam are still doing the snagat against Klal Yisrael, that they're Yidin and Klal Yisrael, that Ruba the Ruba of Klal Yisrael is not from, and is not keeping, is not Shemr Torah Mitzvahs, and we can imagine that Tzar that the Shekhinah has, if another year goes by, Mashiach doesn't come, imagine the Tzar of the Shekhinah, imagine how painful it is for the, for the Shekhinah to be dwelling in a world in which it's, it's, it's Shekhinah Begalusa, where it's not able to dwell in a way, in a way which is proper, and where we're able to focus on the Kfoyed Elikim, and not the kvoid belachim, we're able to be mamay bechvoid atzmai, amar bechvoid amokim, so we don't have to have any pachet, and we don't have to have any daigas, there's no atzvah bechlal, that we're able to focus just on the rabbanisham, and in that way everything that we need will be taken care of. And that's why the Rebbe Rayat said that any, any, any tzrachim that we have, anything that we ask for in Rosh Hashanah, he said it's a level of tshuvatata, because anything that we're asking for, we're only asking for only in order to serve the rabbanisham. We're saying rabbanisham, any tzrachim that we have is not for ourselves. We're not asking that we need things, we're only asking for things in order to be marbe, your kvoid amakim, and to be mamaipa kvoid atzmei, only in order to be magala kvoid malchas shemayim on the whole world. So Rabbanisham, we want to be able to have, not for our own tsar, we're worried about the tsar Shechina, we're worried about Rabbanisham that you're, that you're going to have gagulam achrav if we're not going to be able to serve you properly. We're worried about the tsar of the Shechina, not our own tsar, and in that way, any tzrachim that we have, anything that we even ask for, is only asked for within the realm of being able to serve the Rabbanisham. Zechreinu l'chaim elachafetz v'chaim v'kasveinu b'sefer l'chaim l'mancha. We're not worried about ourselves. We're worried about we want to be written in. Yismach Moshe teaches up the pasuk. The teaches up the bakasha. We want to be written in the sefer of the chaim lamancha of the chaim which is lived lamancha alekim chaim the chaim which is lived for the rabbanim the atomat veikam Hashem chaim kol chamayoyim sifrin shachaim sifrin shasadikim to be written in a life which is lived lamana like lamancha alekim chaim for the rabbanim not for ourselves and we live in that world that we're not worried about ourselves and we're that yid standing outside but kiddush. Savana, and you're saying Rabbanisham be mamalav gimis alavana because it's not about us, and it's not about the coat that we need, and it's not about the food that we need. Rabbanisham, it's all about you. Hashem said, "Obviously, we should be zeicher that we understand that this is the way that Yid comes into Rosh Hashanah. That Yid is not mavakish his own tzrachim; it's just the Rabbanisham. And anything that Yid is mavakish is only within uh, through that lens of it's about the Rabbanisham. When Yid understands that everything's for Hashem, then Yid has no pachad b'chal. There's no atzvus. There's no fear. I'm not worried about that. It's just about the Rabbanisham. Nachman says in the first story in Tzipurim Meisus. Rachman's story is Vavedis Bas Melech. Rachman talks about the talks about the. It's a long story, but Rachman at the beginning of the story talks about the 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 the, the Melech who had one daughter. He had six sons, and he had one daughter, and he loved his daughter tremendously. A tremendous ahava for this daughter. He would constantly spend time with his daughter. Tremendous, tremendous ahava for the daughter. And one day, because of a fight that they broke out in between the Melech and the daughter, the daughter ends up getting taken away, and the daughter ends up being lost from the palace. And the whole story of Avedas Bas Melech is that the Sheni Lamalchus, the second in command to the king, which is Klal Yisrael, is being Mavakesh the Malka, being Mavakesh the, ba- the Bas Melech, being Mavakesh the princess, to try to find the princess. And Rebbe Nachman explains, and Mepharshim explained that the Bas Melech, 
the daughter of the king is represent, a representation of the Shekhinah, and the Sheni Lamelech, the one who's searching for the princess, is Klal Yisrael searching for the Shekhinah in this world. But at the beginning of the Maisa, Mamash, in the first paragraph of the Maisa, Rabbi Nachman says the following thing. The Sheni Lamelech understood that the king was in Tsar over the fact that he lost his princess. He lost the, fa- he lost the, the princess. The princess was no longer in the palace. And he, and he wanted to go over and he wanted to, he wanted to make sure that he's able to go search for the king. And he says, he says he understood. He says, Omar HaSheni Lamalchus, HaSheni Lamalchus got up. Machma Sherosha Melech Metzar Ma'oyed. It saw that the Melech was Metzar. Ubikeshi Asher Yitnuloi. Mishores Vesus Umois Aloitzois. He asked that you give him a Mishores, a Sus, a horse, and money that will be able to have all the Aloitzois. Vaholach Lavaksha Vahayim Avaksha Ma'oyed Vezman Harbe Adshamatzah. He went and he spent a long time trying to find the Bas Melech in order to be able to bring her back to the palace. But I was thinking as I was learning this story over again is that this is what happens on this is what happens on Rosh Hashanah when the Sheni Lamelech comes in to the king and the Shein Lamelech says, I need a sus, I need a mois, and I need a mashares. He's not asking for his own things. He's asking that I need things in order to be able to find the Bas Melech. I'm not asking that I need things. I need Pashat, a sus, in order to be able to travel around to be able to find the Bas Melech. I need money to be able to have the Hitzois, to be able to have my, the money that I need in order to be able to search for the Bas Melech. I need a mashares. I need somebody to come along with me so I can find the Bas Melech. What does the Melech do right away? The Melech gives everything that the Shein Lamelech asks for right away. Why? Because the Shein Lamelech is going to search for the princess. If our Avoid and Rosh Hashanah is Rabbanu Shem, we're going to search for the princess. Rabbanu Shem, we're going to be Magalak Kvoid Malchusei. Rabbanu Shem, we want to be Chaintain Pachtacha. We want to be Chaintain Kavar. We're davening not just for ourselves. We're davening for the Umas Oila. We're davening for everybody. Right? The Svasama says a Taitzus. Svasama says that on, on, on Rosh Hashanah we don't just daven for ourselves. We daven for the, all the Umas Oila. That's our that's our Chaintain Pachtacha. We're not davening just for Klal Yisrael. We're davening for all the Umas Oila. So Frak Svasamas. So so when do we get Malchus? If we're davening for the whole world. What happens to Malchus? Svasama says a Taitz. He says that Kol 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 so the whole world needs the Malchus of the Rabbanu Shalom. On, on Rosh Hashanah, we're davening for the We're davening for all of creation. We also need Malchus. So we're going to get the Malchus first. But the Ikra Avodas Vasama says is not just to daven for ourselves. It's to daven for all of creation. To daven for everybody. And we say Rabbanu Shalom, anything that we need, we need in order to be able to find the Bas Melech. We need in order to be able to find the princess. To be able to be Megala, the Malchus of Hashem, to reveal the Shekhinah. And there's no pacha. We don't have to come and be betuach badin. We're able to come and after we take a haircut, we go to the mikvah and we come and betuach badin with beautiful yantif clothing, with a simcha. Like Ezra told, Ezra told Klai Yisrael, Hashem We're able to come in with a simcha because we understand that it's all it's it's about kvoid alakim. It's not about kvoid malachim. And in that world, it's aser lachker olav. None of the malachim could say anything because we're not talking about ourselves. We don't blow ourselves up. We're not. We don't put ourselves on the on the pedestal at all. It's just about the rabbanu shalom. Hashem said, "Help us. We should be zeichet." And Rosh Hashanah, we should come in with this mindset that it's all about the rabbanu shalom. It's all about Malaycha, Kalalam Kulabekh A person can be Mitsar. As he's saying Shemana Esra, it's the, it's the greatest part of Shemana Esra. When a person is able to daven for the Kfoid of the Rabbanishalam, daven for Mashiach, daven for the Rabbanishalam to Megala his Malchus, the Soyukai, like we're singing before, the Yitnu Lucha Kesamalucha, that the Rabbanishalam is waiting for Klai Yusuf to be Mamlechem. Rabbanishalam says, Say Malchus Kadesh, Tam Luchuni Aleichem. Rabbanishalam is waiting since last year. Since Tavshin Pei Gimel, the Rabbanishalam is waiting for every Yid in Klai Yusuf. To be mamlechim, the Rosh Hashanah is for our door, the door of ikvus of the Mashiha, to beg malaychal kol elam kula bechvedecha, to not worry about ourselves, but to worry about the Rabbanu Shem. And the Rosh Hashanah, when we do that, and anything that we need will be put into that world. A kveid is that we just need those things in order to be able to serve you better, to be able to be a better evet to the Melech, to be able to find the Bas Melech. Then the Rosh Hashanah will be zeichet to all the Ashboi, so be zeichet to the ultimate Ashbo, which is Ashbo Mashiach, when the Rosh will finally be Megala, his Melchus, not just in Klal Yisrael, but it will be Megala, his Melchus in the whole world. Thank you.